0: What I want is this, what I need is this, I don't feel like I'm getting one or I don't feel like I'm getting either, I feel like I'm getting everything, it doesn't mean you have to change everything and leave the person, it just creates the opportunity for awareness. And maybe things will start to make sense. If Maybe if one of the reasons you don't
1: feel supported is because you're not getting something that you want or need. I think this is another one of the reasons why a lot of people don't set goals. Because the moment that you aim for something in the future, immediately every relationship in your life is either more fitting toward that goal or less fitting toward that goal. Welcome to Next Level
0: University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers.
1: We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth.
0: Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1478, Another Way Lack of Belief Shows Up in Our Lives Today, for episode number 1,479, one question to bring clarity to your relationship. I would say this is mostly about intimate relationships, but you could probably use this question in any relationship at the end of the day. I was having a conversation with somebody recently, and this person's going through it a little bit in their relationship. And they said something along the lines of, I really... Sometimes I wish my partner was more like Blink. And I don't remember the exact thing. And we had a real deep conversation and I said, "You know what you really have to do? You have to be very very honest with yourself, uncomfortably honest with yourself, and you need to ask yourself this one simple question that I think will really help you. What do you really want in a partner?" And then I would say the next the the maybe even more important question is, "What do you need in a partner?" Because maybe what you want in a partner and what you need in a partner aren't the same things. Most likely not. Right? And that's not where I intended on this episode going, but I do think that's probably a a more valuable question. If I look back to my past, there were so many times where what I wanted in a partner and what I needed in a partner were drastically different. Drastically different. And it's not a surprise those relationships didn't work out. But now I really feel like what I have in a partner is not only what I want, but I do think it's what I need. And I I would say that's one of the reasons things are going as well as they are. So I guess it's two questions. It's two questions to bring clarity to your relationship. Number one, what do I want in a partner? If I was going to sit down and make a list of the intangibles and the personality traits and the strengths and the weaknesses and the communication style, awesome. What do I need? You might want someone that challenges you, but maybe you need someone that makes you feel safe, right? I am very challenged in my day-to-day life because of the business and Alan is always pushing me. I don't necessarily need that when I log off of this and leave the office for the night. Now, Taryn challenges me in many different ways, character, becoming a better man, becoming a better partner, but it's not, hey, did you send all those emails you were supposed to send today? (laughs) Hey, you're, you're not as productive as you need to be. I get enough of that from, from Cirque Day So Jeff over here. I don't need that <laughs> at home. But it's I'm funny. very I'm very honest with myself when it comes to that. And I, I think that's one of the reasons we've been successful. So those are two questions. What do I want in a partner? And what do I truly need in a partner based on what I've had in the past? And what worked, what didn't work, what didn't work, what served me, what didn't serve me. My goodness. What didn't worked. What didn't
1: work to you, sir. Pass to you. Pass the baton. Pass it. So what Kevin just shared there is what do you really want in a partner? And when you ask these questions, it's really important to be willing to be uncomfortable, which he articulated. And then what do you really need in a partner? And that's a more challenging one sometimes to answer because that requires tremendous humility of okay, I struggle with self-discipline. Maybe I do need a partner who is more disciplined to encourage me to be as disciplined. Or like Kevin in this case, I already have a ton of that, a ton of accountability, a ton of necessity, a ton of self-disciplined people around me. I actually need more support than I do discipline. The third question, which we didn't anticipate, I know. We're going to go one layer deeper. I have a question
0: for you after as well. So there's going to be four questions. Oh, I'm excited. You're going to come at
1: me with that energy. Perfect. You're not going to be excited when I ask you. That's not good. No, I'm not not excited. (laughs) We're, We're doing a roller coaster today. So we're going to hit every note here. First one, what do I really want in a partner? Boom. What do I really need in a partner, even though I might not want it? And then the third is, and this is, I think, really important to understand is, What is going to come with that that I might not want? So I'm going to give you an example. Emilia has the highest standards for herself of anyone I've ever personally met. Now, she and I have exercised every day for, I think it's 570... I think it's almost 580 days now, I think. I haven't done my updates in the last two days, but I did take photos. My point is is that she... That was her idea. That was her idea. And I, I tell this story because... I think it's important for context. I said, I want to do a hundred. I want to beat my old best. My old best was four months. Got past that. Like, okay, let's do a year. We did a year and I was done after that. I was driving home and I was like, all right, perfect. You know, we hit a year. Awesome. Now what? She's like, let's just do this forever. And I jokingly say I had a mini panic attack, but I'm not even kidding. I did have like a little moment of, I don't know if I want to do that seriously every day for the rest of my life and she was like yeah let's do it there was no concern from her end whatsoever (laughs) that having a partner who's that amazing is awesome and it inspires me and it motivates me and it's helpful she's my accountability partner i can't wait for her to get home from south carolina so we can go to the gym together that's all great and quite frankly when she left i was less disciplined that is a fact now The last question is, do I want what comes with that? Okay, so the first question is, what do I want in a partner? The second question is, what do I need in a partner? The third question is, what do I, do I want what comes with that? Meaning, having a magnificently disciplined, aspirational, growth-oriented, intimate partner, more so than I ever have in any past partners has been nothing short of absolutely magnificent, way beyond my wildest dreams. But those standards are challenging to live up to. And you have to understand that there are certain character traits that your partner might have or that you think you might want, but you might not understand the other side of that coin. And all I'm saying is if you want a coin, you need both sides of the coin and you need to understand both sides of the coin. And I I think that that's the olive branch that I would extend. Why is it an olive branch? I have no idea, <laughs> dude. That wasn't my question. You know question. I have no idea. This is my question for you. Are you ready, sir? <clears throat> Let me check in on that. I would say I am. Okay. <laughs> it's like a game show. It is like a game show. Again, we could have game show music, but it's
0: there's, it's too much work. When you and I started working together, <laughs> did you think... I was the business partner you wanted? Or did you think I was the business par- partner you needed? Did you think of any of those things? Or was I what? just a giant
1: pain in the ass? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I don't know why you were concerned to ask me that. Oh, I'm, I wasn't. I liked that question a lot. Yeah, no, I was yeah, you making, said I wasn't going to like the question. I know. I said that so you'd think about the question that I was going to ask. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to get in your head, son. It worked. It did. It worked. When I worked with you, I knew that I didn't want to work with other people. Because you were the first person who at least matched my work
0: ethic. How much of a pain in the butt have I been, though, on a scale of 1 to 10? You, <laughs> sent me a, you sent me a message today. Alan messaged something to me. And then he sent me my email signature. And he's like, make it say this, not this. Make it say this, not this. Get rid of this. Make it say this, not this. And I think it was I like it. eight bullets. Yeah, Yeah, and I did it yeah. and I sent it back and I said, done and done. There's a lot of people out there that would say, that's a, that's a giant pain in the ass. And it is at times. Not a problem. It's all good. No, no,
1: no. Well, you no, I mean, it was a pain in the ass for me. Let me talk about myself, about oh, you. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. You, you not having the perfect email signature isn't a pain in my butt. I mean, I'm, it is, but I don't care. It's all good. Yeah, but it's, it is a pain in the butt a little bit. Me or you? <laughs> for, for you. I don't know. I don't feel like I expect you to know that. Okay. That's a whole other conversation, but. That's how I've made it this far. It's so funny, too, because Emilia is a business owner as well, and she has a team, and she always asks me, like, why are you okay with him, you know, not X, Y, Z? And again, I, to bring the listeners involved here, it's not like Kevin isn't working extremely hard. Let me share the original answer. I had no idea that you were the business partner that I needed as much as I now realize that. Same. Emotional intelligence for you is way higher than I originally thought. But of course, I didn't know that wasn't on my radar. Because I had low emotional intelligence and didn't know it. I think I was emotionally immature. I didn't know it. You helped me tremendously in that regard. And you were more emotionally mature than I thought, for sure. Mm. Because back then, you were more of a bro. And, you yeah. know, it didn't, you didn't, you weren't the spitting image of emotional maturity. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> you still, know? I'm still not. I'm still not. <laughs> but you're, you know, some amazing diamonds come in weird packages, you know? So, mm. I think that's true. But when I saw your work ethic, I was a done deal for me. You, I would say your top five hardest working humans I've ever met in my life. That was what was more important to me than anything else because I knew that I could help you with the awareness stuff and the organization and the perfectionism and all that other stuff. Uh, And again, I digress. But the answer is you were definitely what I wanted, work ethic. To the point where I couldn't work with other people after that. You were you were not you were more of what I needed than I thought on the emotional maturity and intelligence side, definitely. And then the character piece was what I really always wanted too. Now the last question is, what do I want what comes with that? Mm. Definitely. I don't think there's any huge downsides that I can think of. I would say organization has been a pain in the butt a little bit, but really definitely. not that bad yeah that's pretty bad you've come way up you.
0: i've come way up but it's not hard to go from negative two to zero you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah.
1: it's not that... i would say you were probably like a two or a three and now
0: i think you're probably like a seven or eight wow yeah i didn't ask that question so you could pump my tires i appreciate it very much
1: My name is Alex
0: and I am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. The one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day basis. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized, and I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. I think it was different for me where I knew I needed it, but I didn't necessarily want it. It was almost like... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, You know, in the, in the early days, I would, when we were, our first podcast studio was at Alan's mom's house, I would drive over and Alan would be in his room with his earplugs on with the heater on and it would be like 95 degrees. <laughs> and I would just like sit there and watch him work for a little while while I was waiting for him. And it was always like, I don't know about this. He's like, this is a little strange. This is a strange behavior. It makes sense now, but at the time <laughs> that isn't necessarily what I wanted, but I think I knew I needed it. And yeah. we, we always joke like Alan is late very
1: often, but that's what comes with it. That just is kind of, that's one of the things. That's the pain in the butt part. Yeah. And it just is. It is what it is. And I'm, I'm, never, I'm never not doing something that I know will benefit yes. us and our business. And no. I'm usually I don't very say never, anxious. Most likely not. I'm, I'm overly anxious. I'm usually paranoid. But well, now again we've come to realize that's important. Bo- both sides are. Yeah. Productive paranoia are. is one of the keys to business success. But we digress. So. Yes. Well, I want to share that because I thought that
0: would be a good little example for the audience. Because this is a really, you and I are a shining example of, I didn't know this is what I wanted, I did believe it was what I needed, and I've always been willing to put up with whatever the potential perceived downsides are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you are in a relationship, be very honest with yourself, because it does, If if you come back with the answer and you say... What I want is this. What I need is this. I don't feel like I'm getting one, or I don't feel like I'm getting either. I feel like I'm getting everything. It doesn't mean you have to change everything and leave the person. It just creates the opportunity for awareness, and maybe things will start to make sense. If maybe if one of the reasons you don't feel supported is because you're not getting something that you want or need, but if you haven't sat down. And I, this, let me go back. One of the reasons I wanted to do this episode so much is because. In the beginning of a relationship, I think that's what we're doing. We're looking like, to check the box, check the box, check, check the box, proverbially, not really. Later, after you've grown, what you want and what you need might be completely different. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't checked in in a year or two years, you've grown a lot. And what you want and need might have changed too. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode. Because I think as you grow and evolve and you change, what you need is
1: different. What you want is different too, probably. I didn't anticipate talking about this, but I think this is another one of the reasons why a lot of people don't set goals. Because the moment that you aim for something in the future, immediately every relationship in your life is either more fitting toward that goal or less fitting toward that goal. And so if you, for, for me, I'll just speak for myself, I had a lot of really, really great friendships in my first 25 years. And after my car accident at 26, I aimed completely different. I changed my paradigm. I changed my life. I went all in on personal growth. I read every book I could get my hands on. I just transformed everything. And the reason why is because I I decided to go into the personal development industry, become a speaker, fitness model, all that stuff. One of the things that was so painful about that is that everything I wanted and needed in my friendships changed immediately. Mm. And I no longer, a lot of my friendships were no longer aligned, even though I still had so much love for them. Not all of them, but I still had so much love for a lot of them. In hindsight, some of them were really, really cruel to me and just, just bullies, honestly. And I'm never going to sugarcoat that. So, uh, that is possible for you too. you know, look around at your peer group and you know, who are the people that are bullies, you know, they just are unkind for no reason. They kind of knock you down for no reason. They don't want to see you win and flourish. And then there's other people that are are trying to support you, but maybe who they are isn't exactly what you need when you set this new goal, this new dream. I think that's where Next Level Nation comes in, our private Facebook group and book club and all stuff. We are trying to create a community of people where what you want, what you need, and... And what comes with that are all aligned in this community to where you can achieve your goals and dreams and be supported along that journey. Whereas the moment that you actually lean into your dreams and say, I want to be a podcaster or I want to be a speaker or I want to be a writer or I want to be an actress or I want to be an actor or I want to be whatever, insert whatever future potential you start believing in yourself and start aiming for. Now, all of a sudden, the community that you need around you, the the relationships that you need around you, it does, it shifts. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, there's no possibility that I could have achieved what we've achieved thus far with that same peer group. And as harsh as that might sound, that is the unpleasant truth. And so I think that one of the reasons why we don't go for our dreams is because we're so afraid to give up or lose or screw up our current relationships.
0: This is going to be a bold statement. Boldish, I guess. You hear a lot of people that take pride in the fact that they they still spend time with their day ones, the same ones, the, the people that were there since the beginning. I think that it's more courageous to make sure you're growing rather than making sure you're keeping original people around. Same. I really do, because it's harder. It's harder. It's, it's not hard to pretend you're someone. i mean, it is, but it— I would argue that it's in in the short run it's harder to say hey look this isn't working. I feel like I'm going in a different direction. I think that's harder than saying oh I'm just going to pretend I'm someone else when I'm around this person. I'm not around them that much. I'll just pretend I'm someone else. Yeah, one of them is way more courageous.
1: Yes, I think being who you really are is the most courageous thing you can do, and I think it's the scariest thing you can do too. Because you risk being ostracized from the from your peer group. And I definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ended up in the right spot, sir. Thank you, brother. I feel that way. I do. And in hindsight, it's very clear that that was going to happen no matter what anyway. So yep. I, someone asked me that recently. They said, you know, do you have any regrets around that? And and my regret is I wish I had done it sooner. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I, re- I know how harsh that might sound to some people. But the truth of the matter is, is I was deeply unfulfilled because I wasn't being the full authentic version of who I really am. And now that I am, I do. I do wish that I had been more courageous sooner because one of the cool things that's going to happen is some people are going to pleasantly surprise you and they're going to grow too. Mm. And that's really, really cool. Um, So, yeah. Next Level Nation, six days
0: from today. Tuesday, October 10th. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We are starting our 12th round of group coaching. If you have heard me mention this every single day for the last however long, and it has created some curiosity, at least check out the website. That way you can get more details. But with the discount code, it ends up being $96 a month. So you're getting two calls, WhatsApp group, the guidebook, there's so many, I mean, you're getting two calls for $96 a month, even if we just said that, that's a really, really, really good investment. And I can't imagine a more valuable use of $46 or whatever it is, $49. So please join if you are interested. If you've missed out on the previous ones, do not miss out on this one. It will be closing in the next few days, obviously, because it's starting. Everything you need to know will be in the show notes. And then the discount code is NLU Listener, all one word, NLU
1: Listener. That will also be in the show notes, so you can just copy and paste that as well. I got an email from one of our listeners, and it was her name and her email, and she said, I want to join the monthly meetup on Thursday. Thank you so much. And so you can email me, alan at nextleveluniverse.com, and you can give me your name and your email, and I can register for you, or you can click the link in the show notes And learn about monthly meetups. At the bottom, there's going to be a little form where you put your name and your email in, and it automatically emails me. So this next monthly meetup is on Thursday. So when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on the day that it came out, it's Wednesday. So it's going to be tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's also about relationships, which is, are you making these three relationship mistakes? In hindsight, in my life, it is very, very clear that I might have been better at achievement and success. I was not very good at relationships and I was making these mistakes for sure. I now realize in hindsight that when I don't have a 10 out of 10 level relationship with Emilia and I, when we have a tough moment and we're not good, I have a really hard time performing. I have a really hard time being productive. I have a really hard time being certain. And so if you're like me, do not screw up your relationships because that's the, the foundation that you build the rest of your life on. So we're going to help you with that. Again, Thursday, October 5th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link to register will be in the show notes.
0: Tomorrow for episode number 1,480, we're creeping up on 1,500. It does not seem like we're ever going to get there. It seems like we've been in the quicksand of the 1,400s forever, but we're almost there. Do you recognize how much you've grown? One of the most powerful pieces of growth, also potential downsides is sometimes it takes us looking back to see how far we've come. You know, I love doing episodes on perspective and it's just one of my favorite things. So we're going to do an episode on that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: We will talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) Next (laughs) elimination.